Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Ramsey Rutschke, Riley Rutschke, and Sean Morris. I've uh, been doing a little bit of, uh, what would you say, my usual brainstorming recently. Is it brainstorming or is it... uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I, I've been sitting around. I don't know what you do inside your head. <laughs> Thinking amongst yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm at, my ideas just start like just leaking out of me, and you you have. Well, you don't like leaking. That's <laughs> just a weird way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to think of like leakage. good leakage. Huh. I tried to think of good ways to put that. <laughs> that was the best one I came up. That was with. probably the worst. <laughs> I didn't want to say. You could have incorporated. I didn't want to say moist. peeing out of me. Or <laughs> you could have said moist in that. What if I said seeping? Ooh. <laughs> What's worse, leakage or seeping? Oh, we're talking seepage, about ideas 100%. here, boys. Relax. Uh, that took a weird tangent in the first thirty seconds of our episode, but whatever. I um, I've been doing a lot of research on like how we can text text take things to the new the next level. Text things to the new level, and. Uh, like I'm stuck in this thought process of how we need to have our own drink. Yeah. He one hundred percent was talking about this on the way to the oh yeah studio. Today. Like we need to have our own like drink. We need to have our own uh, like we can do coffee. We can do beer. We can do uh, energy drink. See if we can buy the rights of slime from Oliver Tree. Because we because <laughs> we have our <laughs> own little room over here, right? We have our new like little uh, merchandise room where the uh, where the fridge is at, I want to. I, I think we should put a glass fridge in. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like every game streamer ever has their glass fridge. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. Definitely with our logo. And on then we it. have the yeah. Bull Mountain Brothers syrup. <laughs> what? That's not the real name. I thought I just said can we, uh, Mrs. Bullsworth. <laughs> <laughs> can can we buy a a bee colony? Can you guys think of one thing money? that people like haven't done, like then, to put their name on to sell? As far as like a media company, peanut butter. How about underwear? No. Nah, oh, that's been done. My me up my uh, what's it called? My undies. You guys sort of my undies. Sure. Oh. It's a it's on like a lot of podcasts. What about like the like? Does anybody know what like the things at the end of your shoelace are called? Oh, dude, I knew at one point in time. Name? Like, what if uh, no. Mountain Brothers <laughs> had their own? Look at that. I don't up. think it's like, a good way to. I want to look. I want it's so know. small. <laughs> Imagine the profit margins, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> we sell them for a buck, and they cost like ten cents. What's an make. easy? What's an easy uh, uh, thing that like people, everyone has in their house? Smoke alarms. Bull Mountain Brothers smoke smoke alarms. No, no. I'm just kidding. Aglet, aglet is the word for that. Aglet. Really? Yeah, Bull Mountain Brothers aglets coming soon. Yeah. Not really. But. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, a toaster. I mean, everybody's got a toaster. Ooh. That's true. Air fryers. Air fryers are big. No, no, we got to do like a like a product that we, like so we can get sued when people don't like it. Like a, a pellet grill. No, 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 no. Like a food item. Like I here's you want to hear my other ideas? Bull we Mountain could, Brothers and cheese. Oh, dude, <laughs> I could mouse some cheese right now. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know how to make cheese, bro. <laughs> We don't have any milk. We don't have any cows. We're gonna have to go steal some some dairy cows. <laughs> what if um, I also here's another. See, th- I'm just saying on this podcast because these things are they're probably not gonna come to life ever, but they're funny things that I've been thinking about. You ever heard of a ghost restaurant? No, we were talking about this the other day. Do you not remember? No, that was me, me and Kelly. Oh, so you don't use Uber very much, so you wouldn't know. But there's like. There's like food trucks and like businesses in town that will have a like a second business under a different name and they'll sell like Larry's corn dogs like one weekend. You know what I'm saying? And you can Uber, you can get this food, right? So like DJ Khaled has one that's like it's something wings. And he does it out of like 40 food trucks across America. And so like he'll just pull up in a neighborhood and then come up on uber and you can just buy whatever his <coughs> excuse me you can like buy like go like uber it or you can actually go up to the, the food truck right and there's restaurants that have uh, anyways sean what i'm getting at is we could do 
a Bull Mountain Brothers Ghost restaurant. I think we just need to start a food truck, honestly. I'd be down. Um, let me ask you guys this. Where the fuck are these ideas? <laughs> Dude, I- My brain has been doing some weird stuff lately. It's it's pretty much mush at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, what? this I'm a, studio I'm is just taking forever. Not that, like, how do I explain this? We're working our asses off. Let me preference this by saying. Oh, you think you're funny now? <laughs> Ramsey just gets to laugh at himself every podcast. It's fine. You know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then. But but anyways, what are we like two months of doing the studio? Where did we start? I don't even know. It was like the like it was right before we left no, for. Uh, I'd have to look at the, the picture that we took together. But I feel like it was right before we left for um our Fort Peck trip. So it was like right at the end of January. Yeah. But I mean, like trying to fit in, uh, like starting a company, uh, doing the podcast, like doing all the things. We just like. January, We're doing so much. January 22nd was the first day we worked on this. And studio. today, like, this will come out April 1st. So, yeah, I mean, the Call studio should be done, done, I would say, like, by April 4th. What'd you say? Yeah. I was talking to Ramsey today, and it's like, we're, like, 90% done right now. But, like, a good percentage of the last 10 is, like, moving, fin- like, furniture stuff in there that we want yeah yeah like literally just doing it like the, the probably the most fun part i would say like yeah. doing it up how we want it done yeah like i mean to go from a room that was full of stuff i mean not like completely not like it was hoarders or anything but like it was you it was a useful room for storage with shelves and to demo it frame it sheetrock it or no insulate it sheetrock it Mud it, paint it, and then build this like, dude. I think I think Sean's like absolutely like giddy about this new I stage that he built. For sure, man. The the set in there is absolutely like it's lit. It's it's one of the cooler things that I we've mean, done. Like, the Channel Nine News doesn't have shit on us. Like I mean, you've seen like the viewers have seen it in like TikToks and 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 whatnot and pictures everywhere, but. And then kind of like when Zach was on on YouTube, like yeah. kind of. And I, I, it doesn't look the same now. No, it is a completely different table. Yeah. I think minus the, like, what would you say? Like the, the backdrop, like, is the only thing that's the same. Yeah. Which that's still changing. Yeah. Yeah. Like sense. that'll be, yeah. dude, I hope we, we should get the, sh- we could get the shelf up yeah. too this week. I mean, we'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll do it. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. You and me. But anyways, like, my, here's some more ideas for you real quick, just Good in case God. you didn't want some more. Good God, man. We, we've we been talking about. Now, obviously, this is if uh, Bull Mountain Brothers gets to where we want to get it. But we have our food truck. We also have our gym. That's something I feel like we all want. The Bull Mountain Brothers gym. Call, yeah. it, the, call it the the, the Wallow. What? Presented like we're just gonna have all these businesses. Do. We're gonna Bull Mountain Brothers. <laughs> Wait, whoa! Bull Mountain Brothers is gonna take over the universe, and we're just gonna have one of every business, and it's just gonna be like a unique name, and it's gonna and then in little letters on the sign, it's gonna be presented by Bull Mountain Brothers Incorporated. Oh yeah, I mean, what you guys are—it's drawing in your brains now, isn't it? Or am I also massively sleep deprived? I think uh, a good good soundbite to add would be some crickets chirping. Because that's about <laughs> the that's about the reaction. No man, there. these are good ideas. I'm but, telling well, I'm you. I'm not saying they're I'm telling you. you know. So uh, with that being said, uh, for the low low price of twenty eight dollars, you can still come to the BMB store at BullMountainBrothers.com and get yourselves the podcast dropped hats. They're still price does not include shipping and handling. I mean, actually, actually, the price does. Does include on the website oh. shipping and handling. <laughs> when do you think we're gonna have those hats sold out, Sean? Oh, end of the month. What's the date today? The, tomorrow will be the first. Okay, the second. <laughs> Fuck, I wish. <laughs> I, I, it's been a weird time for us. Um, I, I a little timeline. Like you guys banter with me real quick on this. A little timeline. Let's start with um. When Josh was here last, we haven't sat down to as the three of us. <laughs> Sean just never mind. I'm not going to say what Sean just did live. 
Uh, after Josh was here and did the first podcast, that was actually, man, two or three weeks ago. Was that right before? Or right, damn, man, we haven't recorded a that podcast. Was the, that was the that was. That was two weeks ago. No, it was the week of the turkey draw because that Friday night is when we did the. Yeah, so that was like the the first podcast was recorded like the fifteenth of March. So we're like a solid 16 days since we've like sat down together, which is weird because that's probably the longest time we've gone without legitimately sitting in here. It's been an every week thing. Since December. The week before Christmas. Which is kind of what we wanted. I mean, we're going to do it regardless, but um, here soon, I think we'll probably have some on the back burner. Kind of like we did the Josh thing last week. Just so we can, um, like Ramsey can edit really good footage starting because I have, you know, on the link on the pod, if you read the podcast link, um, it talks about how like May will be full, probably starting end of May, full fledged into YouTube. Yeah. Jeez, giving me timelines. Oh, we got to. I mean, that, that that's a, that's a six month part. Like the end of May is six months, right? Or am I thinking that wrong? Or it'd be five months. Six. I don't know. We got big things coming. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have a booth here, like right after that, beginning of June. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try and enter some more booths before hunting season. I mean, stuff is stuff like the wheels are rolling, and this is probably our last like weird couple weeks. Like we're, dude, like a TikTok hasn't even been posted in like eight like twelve days. Yeah, like people probably thought we went on vacation or something. Minus the podcast that comes out. Friday but like as far as like social media like we kind of just got stuck doing this for the last like seven days and it feels good you know to like walk in there and there's like a you know like forever we were recording in there we had to move like every like leading up to hopefully this week as being the last, like, I feel like every single week we got here to record, we had to like move a bunch of shit because it's just like, you're trying to have a construction job site going on and record a podcast. And it's like all the tools and you know, all the lumber and is, stuff that you're bringing just, in. Yeah. And it's just in there. And it's just like, Oh, fucking move all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, it's going to be really nice to when we get to the point where we just walk in, sit down, Write our notes. Yeah, it's like it's a whole ass studio. I mean, like that's what we've been like striving for. And and there will be you guys will see the finished product, the whole room. Yeah, like we'll I mean post it on all the socials. I'm sure Ramsey will do like either like a little 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 probably do an Instagram live, do a little live or something, do a little walkthrough. That'd work good. Um, Yeah, I mean it's just been it's been I I would never thought like when we first started doing this in December where we'd be, you know, like we kind of had a, as close as you could get to like a concrete place to make work. Mm-hmm. But like we were so, we were prepared yet so underprepared at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, it just seems like where we started to where we are now, we are children. Oh yeah. Like I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking back to like, holy shit. Like, like <coughs> me having to struggle buying different cords and different stuff to try to get the old mixer to work. Well, and that's just trial and error because I feel like, I mean... We could have made that work. Even with this mixer, we're going to probably find out new things and run into issues that we didn't foresee, which right. we can't foresee anything with technology, but... Yeah, and it's like none of us are technology. Like, we're not videographers or, like, no. we're, 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 like, it's a weird, it's a weird job, right? Literally 10 minutes before we started this podcast... Ramsey was just clicking buttons on there, figuring shit out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, if we sound a little better today, we got ourselves a new toy. We upgraded significantly to a new, it's called a PodTrack P8, but it's a full-fledged podcasting soundboard. Yeah, it's, it's like our other one was like a travel one, like which was just, it worked. Like we had pretty good sound. And I think it's because we use these XLR mics, you know, instead of uh, USB mics, but um like we had pretty good sound except for like a couple times um like we had like echo like weird echo or like something came or even like like the funniest thing is we always bring up 
the whole thing with like Zach. Zach's podcast before that. That was a shit show trying to get audio check lined up before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, which we've never seen that before with our old mixer, like ever. Yeah. And then uh, they started doing that like right errors on the other like right. just crazy shit. And I you know, part of me wonders though, which I still like I said earlier, I don't want to throw any of those those right error uh SDs in this. Oh no, I, I bought completely new they're not even like because no, more, we have no now, more micros, right? But or the, micros that go into an oh, adapter, sure. and I got just straight SD straight. cards. But I mean, part of me wonders if it was the mixer doing it. Like I don't know. I mean, I think it was expensive for what it was. And also, I mean, it was in the studio room under construction, and there's a lot of dust in construction, right? And, and we had it by like next to a hot tub, and yeah, yeah, yeah we did have all of this <laughs> stuff covered in. We did pretty good about drying it out, though. I mean, all like our mics and stuff still sound flawless. Yeah, but I would say like, I mean, obviously, like we got this this new recorder is like legit. Like it's like we we just took this next step to being as much of a professional as we could be. You know, well, I mean, of course, we're like at the the low twenty percent of you know where we could potentially be. You know, someday we'll hopefully be in a studio with like black magic cameras and. And switchers on the cameras and all this crazy shit. Like we're we're trying to get to that point, but we I mean we're just super thankful that all of the support we've gotten through merch and really uh the turkey hunt allowed us to be able to afford as a company this new mixer. And it's just stuff like that's like huge. Oh yeah. And it definitely uh I, I can even tell just from now that it sounds ten million times better. Yeah, it sounds really good. I, f- I feel. I mean, I honestly, it seemed it seemed to me that the old mixer always had an echo, not like an echo, but background noise, fuzz, anything that we could not get away from. You know? Right, and this this is all integrated and in everything. It just does it for us. So I'm very envious of people that like don't have to work full time jobs and get to do this. Cause like, do you know how much like better you like? We we do the best I feel like we can do with the time we're allotted. But like, if you could sit down for like a full day of like a work day, and edit out every like um, breath or whatever, like our podcast would sound like. And I hate to say that we don't sound professional, but like, cause our podcast is kind of just developed around the idea of it's just three guys but at, being dudes, you know. At the end of the day, though, it sounds like Bull Mountain Brothers. Yeah, which I love. And I think that we've given ourselves an identity, you know, to who we are being ourselves. And we're not trying to fake it. You know, we're not we're not faking it. No. Like we're we're ta- I'm talking to you how I would talk to you any other time. And that's like, you know, people not a lot of people love when you say fuck on on audio, but I mean, that's just that's what we do, you know. But there's a there's a lack of and still yet a filter involved in in how we right honestly it kind of depends on the conversation because we've had some episodes where it just is kind of gotten unruly and then there's been some times where it's just maybe five times an episode you know what we should do we should go back and listen to our first ever podcast (laughs) do a live reaction you know what's crazy is our pilot still has by far the most listens which is crazy because I know it doesn't sound near as good as like what we've done recently, which of course it's also had three times the amount of time for people to listen to. And then people are probably going to go straight to a pilot, you know, but like I've been thinking about that too is like, do I want to kind of listen to that and see how much worse we are than we were like right now? Dude, that, that cat has ran its head directly into the table of this leg like three times. I don't know. It's like... No more cats after this episode. <laughs> I know. Like, Sean's just... I, I don't know how to, like, reiterate this where, like, we're sitting at this, like, fold-out po- uh, poker table next to a Christmas... There's a Christmas tree sitting here. <laughs> and which it reminds me, like, we got we to gotta help clean this room before, before they get home. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of like, you know, the, the started from the bottom. Now we're here kind of vibe. That's like how I feel. Like, I mean, we're all successful in our own like day to day thing, but to come together as three people and then, you know, fourth from afar and create what we've created is like the the American dream. I feel like. 
It is. It really is. It's. I feel like we're always striving to do better, which keeps us moving forward. Staying away from plateaus. Because I know how you feel about this too, where it's like, we love the podcast and I think the podcast will always be like, we'll never not be doing the podcast because it's like something that we enjoy and it's something we can come together and just kind of unload and share our stories and have fun. But I know that like the two of you, especially like you're more interested in like what the best content you can make YouTube wise, you know, hunting and fishing and whatnot. You know, and I'm I'm on the end where like I like them both, but like my biggest thing is like marketing and networking is like my favorite part of this business. So like it's kind of cool that like you know the podcast is always there for us to come together and enjoy. But absolutely for the future as as this company like progresses, you are like our focus. There could be a time where you and Ramsey are working on projects outside of this that I'm not even included in. Right. Yeah. Sounds phenomenal. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> well, and even like, uh, you know, I mean, do we talk about next week's podcast yet? And who's going to be on there? Or just leave that up for suspicion. I mean, I think we could give them a little, little taste. Well, it's been a long time coming. The Bull Mountain Brothers. will be full. Finally be a whole. Yeah, we'll be a full. I mean, and so, yeah, Matt will come back home from California within the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what his, um, how he'll fit into the podcast scheme of things once a month. It all depends on how things flow, you know, because we have a flow right now that can't really be dis- disrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're excited to have him back. We have all these like really good ideas on, I don't know, I'm just like sitting here just super excited about things like segments that we can do. Like we have a green screen put up in the, Mm-hmm. in there stuff that we have ideas for you and Ramsey and me to do to like put more content on social media stuff that we can create because even though we're not like really have the ability to you know it's not hunting season it's not a bread and butter season right but like there's things we can do in that studio that we can we can create content every day you know especially oh, yeah. like little like I mean, what are you going to do with the, like during hunting season, you want to do a kind of like a Ramsey weatherman where he does a moon cycle report and weather report for hunting season. It's cool. I mean, it's funny. I mean, it, has it been done? Kind of, but like, I'm going to buy a bunch of cheap, like crazy s- sports jackets. <laughs> blazers. Here's throw the blazers on. Yeah. Some tweed blazers. I would really love for because you you know Never Matt's a good too much tweed. Matt's a good cook, and they have like a beautiful kitchen upstairs. I I'm really want to talk him into doing Matt's some sort minute. of like like Matt's minute, like like a really quick like because he's been a guide for twenty plus years, thirty years. I don't know how old is he. Yeah, thirty years, twenty five years. I don't know. Um, so he him and him and his dad have figured out how to quickly, not like quickly, but like efficiently, efficiently make quality food for their, for their guests, mm-hmm. you know, cause they'll be out at the cabin and stuff and not every time, you know, when they go back to the lodge, of course they have food waiting for them when they get there, but you also have to like make quality food for your guests while you're out on the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the, you know, they always make banger food. Like I, I don't think of one time, I haven't had one meal of theirs. It was bad. Um, and he and they make wild game good because they you know they grew up living on it, you know, and so I think like a Matt's minute with, with cooking and stuff, could be, you know, like a quickly edited. This is an easy recipe, a tasty recipe for making game and stuff. And I don't know. I think it'd be just I don't know. That's all the stuff that we could have, really lined up. I feel like we always, always, always just have tons <coughs> and tons of. Of ideas that are just laying dormant until we pull the trigger on them. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, enough of that little spiel. Uh, we're, we're happy to be back. Um, like I said, it's been, it's been too too long without us sitting here together getting back on the podcast. What kind of, I mean, 
to kind of get us set into a new direction here, we really haven't got to talk about the winner of the turkey hunt, the fact that turkey hunt season starts next weekend, and kind of everything that's going along with this. I mean, I feel like we kind of, in a way, we didn't space it. But just the turn of events in order to lead up for like last week's podcast. Like we said, we have been just stupid busy. Like this is the busiest we've been in the last three months. Yeah. In the last two weeks. Like the crazy thing is, like I said, we're not putting out content like we should be, but we're like working on this company every single day. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you caught the Facebook live, I guess because we, like I said, we haven't had a podcast since the, the drawing. Mm-hmm. But if you missed it, uh, a good friend of the podcast, actually on the podcast, he yeah. is on the podcast. Dylan Miller won the turkey raffle. Um, we have scheduled him for a date that is not yet going to be disclosed, and <laughs> it's because it gives Ramsey more time to edit a video, <laughs> so they know when the turkey episode's coming out. <laughs> um. I feel like we that that Facebook Live thing. I, I mean, we kind of just. I mean, that was just the first for us in every aspect. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the raffle and everything. I mean, it was. But I mean, I, I don't know. Riley brought this up the the week previous to the drawing on how relieved he was going to be after the drawing was done. Oh yeah, that was such a huge weight. Really, and we didn't even like even to go at the beginning of this episode. Like on top of the studio, that's been crazy. Like work on top of a. F- all three full-time jobs. We were out selling tickets. This raffle was like even more of a like, like, holy shit, you got to sell tickets. You got to sell tickets. And, and unfortunately we didn't sell our goal. Right. Um, but we did, well, we did enough to where we're happy with, you know, I, I don't, will we do one again? D- we'll do one again, but in a different, it might not be Turkey. We want to give back to the community too. So that's kind of something we might team up with. With someone, this stru- we always talk about structure and Bowman Brothers, but the structure of our next raffle is going to be completely different. Yeah, it's going to be plain. I mean, I, I guess like you said earlier, you just trial and error, and you see what works, what doesn't work, and what people like. And, and it's not just what works for for the people that we produce this media for and content. It what it's what works best for the three or four of us in yeah. in a situation because. We can sit there and push stuff that, you know, makes a bunch of people, a bunch of our viewers and stuff okay, and we hate it. Mm-hmm. We'll get by on it. But why wouldn't we put something out that the four of us are fully invested and backed behind and our viewers love? Right. You're referring to, like, the actual, like, what we would be giving away. Um, like, is something that, like, we could have passion in and we might have, like, more. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. Like turkey hunting doesn't bring interest to me, but as a native Montanan, like I don't know if I, this is a weird way to say this, but there's first of all I like turkey, like I, I like to eat turkey, um, but as far as like what you can like afford time to do, like it's not the top of my list things that you know, like it's the the pinnacle is elk hunting with a bow, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, you know, mule deer rifle is right up there, antelope rifle, you know, and then, uh, waterfowl is, is uh, even above like, yeah. Cause a lot of guys probably won't even talk about like there's dudes, uh, there's a large part of the United States that where turkey hunting is like the epitome that and whitetail hunting. And I would like put, I would put honestly like fishing and waterfowl hunting above it, you know, like it's, but it's still an interest of mine. Um, so yeah, I get what you're saying where it's. You know, it's something we could put more passion into. Um, I 100% agree. Um, there's just so many different forms that we could present to to people of in in a raffle aspect. And I, I mean, I feel like we haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, but not in an in depth way. That you know, we, we have actually got something in the in the works and moving. Which obviously that's just future goal wise stuff, but. I definitely know that the next time that the four of us sit down and talk about doing a, a raffle or giveaway or anything like that, it's going to be a long conversation. Right. And it needs to be like, and of course it was like, this was like a last minute, like 
we got to pay for a studio. We got to, we got to make money somehow. Like this company just can't like, we're not at a point listener wise. I mean, we're, we're growing every day, which is good. And that's how you have to do like most podcasts. If you look at them, they're around for like six to eight months, 12 months, some for years before they finally have something that gains traction to like go completely viral, which, and again, we're, I mean, we're, the amount of listeners we have for like three or four months is pretty outstanding. Like to come from nothing. And and it wasn't like we, I, I guess, I think I've talked about this before, but I don't necessarily know what the right way is to start a business. Is it get investors and get, you know, capital built up and then start, you know, creating revenue. But in our, I mean, I, I, I don't know. You could call that the right way to do it. And, you know, but in our instance, I mean, it was the three of our bank accounts mm-hmm. funding, uh, you know, something that we were passionate about to start. And I feel like as far as the, as far as Bull Mountain Brothers, I feel like when we started this, we didn't really have, I guess Riley and Ramsey might have, but as far as like a, a mutual brainstorm between the, the three of us at that time, the things that we've thought of now and the goals that we want to get to weren't even like in the picture. Yeah. You know, like it's like, because I feel like back then Bull Mountain Brothers was a podcast, you know, in actual logistics is that was like the main goal. That was it. And then now it's like, I tell people all the time, it's like Bull Mountain Brothers isn't a podcast company. It's a outdoors media company. And more in the future. Exactly. And it's like, it's because it's not just, we're not just restricted to the three of us sitting down and spilling shit out our mouths. I don't think we would ever um, get to where we want to go just doing a podcast. And I only say, I mean, as there people, I mean, Joe Rogan built a life off it, but at the same time, did he though? He was a comedian. He was an act, you know, he was a uh, commentator. So the only thing I'll say against what you said is I don't think we would have made it to where we, we would have made it to where we wanted to be. But I feel like as far as like an economic standpoint, we wouldn't make it to where we, we want to be now. Right. And like the three, like the, how we've spoken about it. I feel like it would just be, could we get by just the three of us sitting down once a week, you know, every two weeks, whatever, doing a podcast. And that was our only goal. Yeah. We, the, we easily could have sat down and done that for years, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But we decided that we want more out of this. We want to change narratives in outdoor media companies. We want to, we want to, we want Bull Mountain Brothers to be the biggest they can be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, because our brand is for like, I know we always think of like, it's for the people, you know, it's for the, for the, you know, it's not for the elites. It's not for the guys that have to afford the most expensive gear. And it's not for, it's also not for like the redneck. I don't, I don't say so not like the, not redneck. Cause there's a lot of good. I totally agree though, because I mean, seriously, it, what the three of us are, are the everyday hunters. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We you know, know what we want and what we want is what they want. Right. And like, like, like we grew up on like, uh, you know, Nikon binoculars from Walmart and, uh, a Remington 700. The first pair of binoculars I took hunting, I weren't even mine. Yeah. Or my brother-in-law's. Cause I was like, well, I don't have a pair of binos. Um, now do I, do I also think that like, if you can save money to afford something like, like I know people like talk shit when they can't afford it or, they think it's stupid, but like Kuyu, Sika, there's a lot of good companies out there with good gear that it does help. Like being in real time situations that I've been in, like there's nothing like a good quality pair of camel pants with knee pads in them and like just built well, waterproof. And and I mean, I just feel like there's a stereotype though that'll like, I don't want to break down my opinion on, on the different types of hunters, at least in Montana, but what I'll say about it is, is I feel like there's the guys that that don't that don't they don't like need all the the fancy stuff. But in would you would you say that you need the fanciest stuff when it comes to hunting? No, I I don't need the fanciest stuff. The way I buy 
is strictly for comfort and usability. So durability, huge factor. Oh, absolutely. I I can go through a pair of pants in six months, you know. But uh like I have Kuyu is the nicest stuff I have. And I caught it on Cyber Monday. You know, it was like forty or fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. So well, and then I mean I just feel like there's like when you want to buy something new, like say it's a new spotting scope you want. You you save up for it. You save up my bro, this the shields the five hundred dollars shield stuff. That's how I bought like when I was in college, that's how I did uh bought my first bow and my first rifle, like six months, zero percent financing. I mean you had to do what you had to do. You know, we're not like millionaires. I started I can tell you right now that I started with uh I I started with Walmart camo or hand-me-downs that you had had. Yeah, like real tree or Mossy Oak. I mean, which is not bad stuff. It's I mean. not bad stuff, but I mean, there there is a there is a drastic difference between you know having Kuyu or Sitka or having, First Light or, or Badlands and, or whatever, and having Mossy Oak or real tree. It's it's way more comfortable now. But like you're not going out there and buying fifteen hundred dollars in sick of gear. You're not, buying like what I buy is I get like a long sleeve like sweat wicking shirt because most of this time I am using this for archery hunting, and then I buy a really good pair of pants because like I just don't think you can go wrong with pants, and no. that's it. And like I went uh, a couple years ago when I, it must have been right around the time that Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops were combining this uh they started having this redhead brand and i had never seen it before i mean it might have been there much longer than i'd known about it but it was like kind of middle of the road pricing between your real tree and your mossy oak and sitka and it's some of the most comfortable i still wear it to this day and i think and that's what sean went out sean went out and bought a full set of redhead gear and he loves it but you also like you came when you were in college you went uh so Bozeman, Montana still has that company called the uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. Yeah. And you would go when they'd have like their big blowout sales on. Uh, oh, yeah. I just randomly walked in there one day and they're like, hey, check out this camo. It's all 70% off. And I ended up with. Uh, a full set of Killick. Killick. Under Armour. And, and a full set of Under Armour stuff. And <coughs> it's not top tier, top of the line shit, but it's. Probably like I would say it's in between your middle of the road and your top tier stuff. Yeah. Super comfortable stuff. I love it. But I just it it all comes down to preference. To be the best hunter in the world, you could go out in a pair of blue jeans and and, and red and black flannel. Well, okay. See, that's what I was gonna say is like I hear that argument a lot. Um, especially from that like one TikTok that went viral. Where the guy's like, Oh, my grandpa shot the bigger deer than anybody with blue jeans and, and I Okay. When it comes to rifle hunting, maybe, right? I shot, I know I, when I was a kid, I shot a doe in like shorts and a cutoff. <coughs> but, well, you don't like that? My little cough? Dude, I have like a, a little bit of a scratchy throat right now. I know. It's like. It's the cats. The cats that got me. But, um, I know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. I know exactly. <laughs> Ramsey's also uh now has a full soundboard yeah <laughs> so. With, so um but anyway we're gonna get shit on oh absolutely <laughs> go on uh, Riley, yeah, go on sound go on. bites are definitely being implemented into this podcast now for comic relief uh what the hell was I talking about you shot a doe oh okay 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 um but as I've become over the last like six years like really shifted my craft to like bow hunting for elk like you just have to have the right, like, and like I said, you do it affordably, like we are, because we have to, because that's what we can afford. Like a full constant set of camo is super important in my opinion. And and I can attest to that because I was out archery hunting one time, and I thought that I had picked because I have different, I don't know, shit. I got like six different sets of camo at this point, right? And uh, I picked the wrong color. And it was definitely for more like prairie. And we were in this lush, super green, dark terrain. And you stuck out. And we had these deer walk by. 
And this doe straight up stared into my soul and they pieced out. So I 100% know that I stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So it's like, I I know that like, I get the argument. Like I, could you sit in a tree stand with blue jeans on oh, yeah. red flannel and shoot a deer? Yeah, absolutely. But like, I think it's all dependent on like what you're doing. Waterfowl hunting, you need to have, I mean, from in my experience and we've, you know, you can check out our Instagram. Like we have definitely waterfowl hunted. Like we've done, I have well. experience. <laughs> Um, for many years, very successful years, uh, your camo doesn't really have to match, just have to be camouflaged. It works well because you're hiding in like reeds and blinds and stuff like that. I think a human in any scenario with a, with a wild game animal sticks out like a sore thumb. So you need as much as you possibly can to, to break up your outline. Yeah. Right. It's silhouette. It's, but, not, it's not like you're, you're a sniper in the, in the. In the, with a ghillie suit, dude. Yeah, oh with my a God. ghillie suit. Like, you're not... Should I tell them the story about last archery season? Oh, 100%. <laughs> so I want to know what your opinion, Sean, would be. Is like, so let's say you're um, you're at this cabin, right, waiting for everyone to show up. And one of your archery buddies shows up. And he's super excited to get out. And, like, it's, like, the first good weekend of archery elk. And, you know, like, kind of the way we do it at one of the places we hunt is... You know, it's so hot. It's been so hot in Montana during archery season that we kind of take the afternoon off. Like, there's nothing. There's no point in hunting in 90 degree weather, in my opinion. So when it starts to cool down towards dark, you know, or at least, you know, if you were to shoot something closer to dark, you know, once it got dark and you had to track it, it would be cooler. You know, mm-hmm. you're not. It's not 90 degrees for like six hours. So we had just gotten done eating lunch and kind of just hanging out for a couple hours, and we're getting ready to go get into our spot. You know, either hike into a spot or get to one of our man-made blinds that we had or natural crossings or whatever. And we walk outside and our buddy's in a full ghillie suit. And I just, and then Matt was there and our, our first initial reaction is like, you do the, like, look at your buddy next to you and just, you just don't know what to say, but ghillie suits. I just, I don't recommend that, especially for shooting a bow, but, um, (laughs) Well, like I said, I, I do believe in like a full set of like matching camo for archery hunting because like it, it really does you blend and you hide and from experience, like it works, you know. I, I've I've had elk at ten yards, you know, I've had elk at sixty yards bump, but for the most part, a good scent spray, and we like to use jammer, um paired with also if you're trying to attract bees. <laughs> That is a perfect bee attractant. Well, hopefully it's like Montana's not like in a drought again during archery season. Yeah. So it's cold and there's not bees hanging around. Dude, I, me and Garrett were archery hunting and I covered us up, you know, real good. And it's warming up and I'm like swatting at these bees. And I'm like, what the frick, dude? And pretty soon like Garrett's walking in front of me and they're just swarming him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So I sprayed like a log with it and they were just like right to the log. And I was like, yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, it works really good for, I've I've, I've had it work really good, but yeah. So I mean, to kind of wrap that kind of whole tangent up, like that's our, that's our deal. Like we are, we're the boys, like of the hunting, of the hunting world, we're for the, for the boys. I mean, and the girls, right. We're for the everyday hunter, hunter, you know, which, you know, if that's from, you know, 70-year-old Bob that's been hunting out of blue jeans and, you know, whatever, forever, we support you. We also support the 13-year-old... Get uh, yourself a pair of Bull Mountain Brothers blue jeans. <laughs> well, hopefully we got the Bull Mountain Brothers camp. I mean, we'll talk about some things later, but, um, you know, even to like your 13-year-old freshly new out of uh, hunting class 13-year-old girl, like we support the everyday hunter, you know? And, I mean, we also... We support the elites too. You know, like we just want everyone to enjoy the outdoors. Like we stand just behind like that. We're an everything podcast. We're an everybody podcast. Yeah, we're bo- we're the boys. All shape sizes. We stand for the brand. You know what I'm saying? One hundred. And so that's kind of how we'll just continue to. <laughs> did, what? did he really just melt that? I have no idea what he just mouthed. I didn't. I don't know what I did either. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, we'll just move past that. <laughs> Sean's feeling real frisky, and I can see it in his smile. <laughs> uh, 
So why don't we look uh, so relaxed in that recliner right now? It feels great. <sighs> it was nice to talk about our future president past there for a second. Yeah, that was like that 45 minutes just flew by. Yeah. Why don't we uh, take a little break and then we'll come back and we'll just talk a little bit about turkey hunting and kind of what we were just trying to get into and then we'll kind of wrap it up for the night. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back, everybody. A little break there. Discuss some shit. Why do you sound like you're uh, like radio host? Yeah. I am a radio host. You want me to put some bass in my voice? I think you just, your transition is just too professional. I think it's perfectly me. It is perfectly you. That is about as well as you can put that statement. Perfectly shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say? You, you say heard Perfectly him. shitty. <laughs> Sorry, Rams. Dude, every time I make eye contact with that doll, I get the chills a little Why bit. is that thing still up? Can someone throw it down, please? No. God, I hate I hate dolls so much. They're terrifying. Anyway. <laughs> All right. On to turkey hunting. So, yeah. So, we have the, the turkey hunt coming up very soon. Um, I don't really... I haven't gauged whether, like, Dylan's been into it, like, into shooting that before or done it or, like, is... I think he's done... I, I mean, I can't speak for him, but I think he's done some upland... Or, you know, bird hunting in in any aspect. Right. I mean, he's you know has been a landowner his entire life. You know, born into it. But this is fr- kind of fresh for you, isn't it? Molded. By, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird to think about turkey hunting. Just have Bane from Batman. On it's the, on it's the something that you and I have done before. I've like, never. Grew, I have we grew up. Never turkey hunted in my life. Right, and that's what I was going to say. Like, it's pretty fresh for you. You're going to like it a lot, I think. And uh, Ramsey and I grew up. It was one of the things like we did, like our dad didn't do, that Ramsey and I learned how to do on our own. And uh, so like you're getting yourself prepared, Sean, because there's a lot of ways guys shoot turkeys. I've, you know, I know there's dudes that like drive around, see one, go shoot one. I know that there's guys that, uh, I don't know, I can't really, there's not much more options than that, but. Call them in. You know, we'll be we'll be in a blind of sorts. I mean, there's a couple of different ways we're going to do this. Like, we're going to have to um, get into an area where we think they're at, call for them, see if we get a response. Then go f- like we could put stock ish on them, get close enough that we can call them into us. But like the ideal situation this next week is if we can either get on the river bottoms Saturday morning when we go and set up a decoy and a blind and all of our set and whatnot. Um, Calling a turkey in is like as close as it gets to the spring version of elk hunting in the rut, really. I mean. I might bring my, if I got my new bow, I might. Yeah, that's the only way I'm killing turkey in spring Might anymore. dabble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you bringing yours? Yes. Yeah. Like, I'd probably get excited to do that. Like, I don't, like, shooting with a shot, I've shot enough of them with shotguns anymore. Like, I just, like, it's not. Like, I mean, the whole calling them into a decoy is still, like, pretty fun. Pretty exciting, pretty, like, that's the primitive way to do it, I would say. But I would feel even more in tune with myself to shoot one with a bow. I think we got one within 20 yards for Sean. He'd be pretty lights out. Yeah, it'd be. <laughs> 20 yards, huh? Would you be pretty happy with that, to to shoot one with a bow, Sean? Yes, I would. I am in the process of sighting in the new bow. Um. So range will be a factor currently because it was, I guess, not to go off tangent here, but last weekend when we shot my new bow for the first time, the weirdest, I mean, how weird was it when I drew back and, I mean, we we wanted to drop six arrows through it just to make sure it was shooting consistently where it was at the time. But, I mean, I was, I know when they, like, put a new sight on, they level you know, do all the things you need to do. But I mean, I was shooting low and left, like, like almost off the block. Right. Eight inches each way. Yeah. Well, it's because it's not set up to your, your draw length, you know, and your peep and your peep's a big deal. Like people don't even talk about it. Dude, it's, it's good. You have a bow this year. Cause when I get my new one, you're not going to be able to like, just say, toss me your bow. Because we could do that with the old one. You shot my old bow just about as good as I did. Mm-hmm. Have I have I talked about like how I think it's kind of cool that like you're not gonna like there's four we plan on like two like two or three times a month four of us getting together like the three of us and Josh 
to like do some really good drills and stuff. And I think what's cool about this year is like, well, I guess not really Josh, but he's not really doing anything. But Ramsey's got a new bow that he's got to do. You've got a new bow, and I'm switching to a a, a different release. Mm-hmm. So like we're all kind of like, like there's not gonna be like one guy where the should be shooting super accurately. It's gonna be like we're all kind of getting a new setup for the year. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot that goes into that too. I mean. Oh yeah, I like I was Riley and I were talking about. It's like Ramsey because he's gonna get a bow that can he can actually fully draw it comfortably. I know it's so weird to be like around Ramsey because he's got like orangutan arms and he's six foot five. So like his he's very limited in like what he can do in archery. Because right. what's your drawing? Mm, just shy of thirty two, so call it thirty one and a half. Yeah, it's hard to find even like arrows that are like you're probably not even cutting your arrows. But anyways, that's arrow tangent. A, yeah, that's going to be a definite. Uh, I'm excited. I feel like I'm going to be way more because I was, I was pretty lights out with my old bow, even with it not fitting. But I think having a bow that's actually going to fit me with arrows that are the right length, and I think it's going to be pretty, pretty neat. I and I was, I mean, I even talked to you about this. I wonder if it's going to be like a total game changer of your shot. Um, oh, I think you'd be uh, yes not that you weren't no. accurate, but I think you'd be more comfortably accurate, like consistently. Yes right. and no, because when I first got that bow, it fit me. I mean, hell, I've shot that bow for probably six or seven years. I was probably five foot ten when I first started shooting that bow. Right. And but you outgrew it, man. Like, like we were looking at the other day. How many years have you been used to? Bend in that arm, though. Oh, probably three, three or four. Yeah. yeah, that shit's weird. I can't believe he was shooting like that. I didn't even realize it last year that he was shooting with like a bent arm because his, his uh, anchor points weren't correct. You just got to compensate, man. Like, <laughs> no, that, no, no. That's you, why you're getting a new bow. You're, hold that's on, the hold right on. Way. Let me finish before you interrupt me. Is you got to compensate for what you can afford. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever. Don't openly say don't interrupt me when I was just adding to your conversation. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But no, I get it. I get it. You know, I, I think you'll be more comfortable. I think you'll be able to like want to and you're gonna want to shoot it a lot. Well, I wanted to shoot my other bow a lot, and I did. I did for the month of was it August or July that I did a hundred arrows a day almost every single day. Um, probably July and part. Well, I think you did it until it got like super annoyingly smoky outside. Yeah. Oh, the cats are just wreaking havoc again. Riley, are you bringing your bow? When turkey on? Uh, no. I I um, I think I'm gonna have more fun and interest in um helping the turkey hunters out because I I'm gonna be guiding the three days before. Like I'll be out there already when you guys come out. So, which is actually kind of a bonus, because like I'll know where the turkeys are at for sure. Um, I think I'll be more interested in getting people that week on turkeys. But as far as Dylan's deal, are you gonna are you gonna bring it? I don't think so. I think um, I want to like ideally, we shoot a turkey in the first like two hours because like there's so much more fun we could have, like. Because we could set up again for one of you two, or Matt if you wanted. Like I think, I think like we'll get Dylan and Dylan uh, done, and then we'll film an episode for Bull Mountain Brothers, like let's a just, second let's episode. Just, you know, let Dylan shoot the last one. We'll just bypass him winning. The <laughs> well, I just, I just wonder if he's interested in like, like, like does he want to like be picky or does he just want a decent like, like he sees a good Tom, like he's gonna take it down, or do you want to get like a long bearded? We'll have to gauge what he's... What but, like, there's other things we can do out there, too, which will be really fun for our raffle winner. This is, like, something, like, we have the... We're with the hunting guides, you know, because, like, in that instant, when we're with Dylan, I won't be guiding. Matt will be guiding. Um, Just because I would rather be with the company. I, and who knows? Maybe I could... We're all guiding. I don't know. Um, Once we harvest Dylan's turkey and take care of it and whatnot, we'll still... I mean, ideally have a, like a full day of things to do, 
And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure like most of the elk have dropped. Yeah. And so like I really want to make an effort to to glass up and hike up and do some shed hunting too while we're there. So it's gonna be fun. I I talked to Dylan about that too, and he's totally well again. This is what's cool is like when I'm with like like I'll definitely be looking the three days before you're there, but I'm not gonna go for them. I'm just gonna mark them like I usually do. And then we'll go find new ones and then once we like haven't found any new ones, uh, we'll just go f- to all my marks that I made and go pick them up. Yeah. So, and then there's gonna be it's gonna be fun too because, like I said, Matt will be there and he's like a amazing cook. We'll have great food. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun weekend. I think Dylan's gonna have a great time. This is one of those things where like it's just not an everyday every weekend occurrence situation to go do something like that, which like. That's what we want to provide for our viewers. Right. Totally agree. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think uh, for, especially for like you too, like someone that's never in their life, like got involved in spring turkey hunting to like all of a sudden dive into filming a spring turkey hunt. It's going to be like really cool for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'll have you, like I'll probably have you set up with Dylan um, and Matt with GoPros on. And then Ramsey and I, like, I'll probably have Ramsey up at elevation or somewhere where he can get, like, really good film off his camera. And then I'll probably go call in a different spot, you know. Because you, you understand, it's just, it'd be similar to when you're calling for elk where you want your caller kind of up above you, like, in yep. front of you, hidden, you know. So right. we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll devise a game plan the night before. And, and you know what's nice is we have the whole thing to ourselves now. Um, oh, really? Yeah, that whole weekend, and oh, wow. so like there's shower, there's a shower out there, which is cool. Yeah. Like you don't really get that every time you're out hunting. Beds, um, beer. Yeah, I don't know. Dylan, it's just, Dylan's down for that. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's gonna be a cool experience for everybody, and then we can, you know, we'll, I think we'll make a very good effort to have cameras going. Oh Jesus, that was loud. Um, did you time a fart with that? No, uh, <laughs> I just bumped my, I just bumped the clamp on this, and that made like a crazy, crazy noise. But, um, like we'll show like the whole experience from from top to bottom. So like, it's gonna be an awesome. The video. next time, awesome video. The next time, like one of our raffles come out, then we can, uh, like, like this is what it's gonna be. Like this yeah. is what you get Preview. through, yeah. you know, like especially like showing two leggings outfitters, like Absolutely. what they're what they're, you know. Support them too, you know. Hundred percent. So, do you have anything else to add this week, Rams? Uh, I kind of do for all of our hunters out there. By the time this podcast drops, don't forget April first is the deadline. It's gonna be too late. Uh, wait, <laughs> tomorrow? Like, so April first is it's tomorrow. So the deadline. So the podcast is tomorrow. will drop tomorrow. So if you're by listening. deadline being tomorrow, does that mean it's like what time is it? Tonight like at midnight or it's tomorrow night at midnight? What is I'll, it? I'll I'll read what I just. Because FWP posted something. Yeah, that is. We were all. I mean, we had our tags in what week one, <laughs> like the first two days. But we had to remind Dad to get his this week, and he put him for a rifle. Uh, so I'm the only one of us that. Or no, did you guys put him for archery tags? No. Well. Or did you put him for rifle tags? No, isn't the isn't the tag we put in for is either correct, Ramsey? Say that again. The tag that we put in for is either. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. You can rifle. But I didn't put. I personally didn't put in for a rifle tag. I put Only in. I first choice archer. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you have a. A situation like a four hundred percent more chance to get it. Yeah. Because there's four times as many but, archery but, tags. So the tag that we put in for. Isn't either. We can use it for either. Correct, Ramsey. I don't know if that's yeah. true. Yeah, we can hunt the whole archery season with that tag. I looked it so up. So why do they offer an archery tag out there? I'm confused. Because then you can't go out and you can't archery and rifle hunt with it. Huh. I think you have to look into that. I think you're wrong. No, I 100% looked it up yesterday when I applied for dads. You are wrong. I just don't understand the point of an archery only tag then. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. You won't have to look into it. All right. Well, they changed it. It's just I feel... Do you feel like with this new elk and, and even change antelope this year? We've talked about this in the pod already, but I have the same like uneasy feeling about when they did the the freaking waterfowl change. 
Like to where like you just feel like you're like, oh man, am I am I doing the right thing? I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of. I feel like especially for for Ramsey and I for this for the sake of you know you are gonna have a lot of time taken away with guiding and stuff this this fall. Um, for us two of those, as far as like what we're gonna try and take on, I feel like we're gonna have a lot of questions that we're gonna ask each other oh, over yeah. the whole time because it's just like whenever there's a change like this it's gonna you, who knows what's what's legal what's illegal what's frowned upon what's you know i mean i mean it, i i do believe and i i know it's probably super hard to get everything black and white but some of the regulations are still like extremely vague Especially with all the new changes. I don't think that you would ever be in a situation where doing anything like accidentally illegal. It's just like I'm sitting here and my vibe like five months ago when they decided to change this and had ideas out. I was thinking like, wow, my friends and family will have more opportunities now mm-hmm. to harvest a bull, right? So like, which is exciting. that me and Sean put in for is good from September 3rd to October 16th, October 22nd to the November 27th. And then if you do the muzzle loader, it's December tenth to December. Dude, if you don't, if you don't harvest during those seasons, if you get a tag, like I will go buy you guys a muzzle loader. Nah, dude, I just borrow the one off the lodge wall. Yeah, hasn't been shot in 150 you years. Can use that tag for muzzle lo- muzzle loader. Oh yeah. Oh my good. You can use the general yeah. tag for for uh, spike and antlerless. Oh, interesting. In Are we going to start muzzleloading muzzleloader no, hunting now? There's no shoulder. Oh yeah, there is. I don't know if I want to get into another hobby, guys. I can't. I'm like stretched thin as it is. I know. Oh, so that's crazy. Your general elk license is good for shoulder season now for antlerless. In that region? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It always has been. Wait, what's the No, like you don't have to have the other tag though. Oh, so you when you say spiker spiker cow, you're saying that it's good for like the muzzleloader season. Just muzzle or yeah, because then once it turns a shoulder, it's just cow. Right. Right. No, I mean I was okay. Yeah, I was thinking totally. Well, you can you can still get the the other tag that's just good for in season, but it's over the counter this year, so there's an unlimited amount for shoulder. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, anyways, I, I was sitting here five, four or five months ago, thinking like, wow, there's so much more opportunity for all my close friends and family in this side of the state to have more chances at bulls. And now I'm sitting here like, there's a chance that we could potentially all not draw a tag. Like that would be detrimental mm-hmm. to our plans, but it's like it's possible. Like it has been in the previous years. Actually, what I'll say is like I've been dependent on that 900 archery tag for so long. I love it. Like it's the best thing that Montana ever did. And they got rid of it. It's like I'm so furious about it. But like you almost had uh, guaranteed, uh, you know. If you had the spots, this 900 tag, you almost had like a, like you could go to different spots and try to shoot bulls. If you don't draw a tag in Eastern Montana now, the way they have it set it up, like you're screwed. Like you, if you want to shoot a bull, you have to go travel five, six hours away. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess one spot's only like three, but still, I mean, yeah, that's 100%. brutal. It's going to be, and I think I heard, well, I mean, they're like, as far as like as soon as after tomorrow, it's going to be like within a month they'll release elk and deer, right? I think Just in previous now. years, it's in like like April fifteenth is like the the goal to draw because of I mean, FWP has so much <coughs> money in loiter in a sense. That's well, I'm weird. glad they do it that way because like especially think about this if you're a guy and like we're going to get to a point where we're going to be doing uh, other state hunts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when we can start affording it through the company. Like, if you're that guy, or you're an out-of-state hunter, or you're a guide, or even a guy that hunts every single season, uh, every hunting season, uh, every animal, like, how could you how could you plan for trips if they don't draw your shit till August 15th or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how could you plan for that? That's what they do with the antelope, isn't it? Well, I, I think they're going to change that, too, because it used to be, like, how do you... They would draw for antelope... And then the 900 tag season would be 14 days later. Like, how do you like how do you plan for that? I guess you just make the plan ahead of time. And if you don't, I mean, talk about it. Like, in either a crazy like I have to get ready or a ultimate letdown. You know, have a bag packed in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Montana gets real. I love I love the state to death. I would I I'm big like Montana pride guy. 
But like when it comes to like regulations for hunting and stuff, sometimes I just like I just it's not that I like I'm not a FWP like oh I hate F, like I I really do like I support as I want to work for them I went to school I went to college to be a biologist you know um so I support a lot of aspects of it but at the same time like there's like some politics in it where like Montana there's some things that go on here I just like scratch my head I don't understand why things are being done the way they're being done mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just not educated enough on the matter I feel like I am. But I love, you know, I'd love to have a guy. I I wouldn't mind having a biologist or game warden on the pod to really talk about this in depth because right. there's that, there's things I have questions about. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. That would be awesome. But yeah, so thanks for bringing that up, Ramsey. Hopefully maybe some people will, will catch that tomorrow and remember to put in. Yeah. Sean, you got anything else for tonight? I think I'm good, man. In conclusion, we're very happy to find. I mean, like next week's like, get ready. I'll watch our socials because we'll be on there. Mm-hmm. You know, trailers after trailer for what's going to happen on the pod next week. So check it out. We're happy to be where we're at, and then uh, stay tuned for what else. You know, everything we got down down the line up here. Yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. I'm not even gonna try anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See ya. That's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Make sure to download and listen to the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast. You can catch us on Spotify and Apple Music. Don't forget to check us out on social media for more daily content. Links in the description.